Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Now onto Australia versus Italy. Um, this is an interesting one. This is a really interesting game. A little bit concerned about the completion rate. Uh, I think even they kind of mentioned it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Again, Australia still played really well, and I'm still. I just love their defence. They're so aggressive and ruthless, and I just. I, don't, I personally don't think any other World Cup side has the same consistent, aggressive, uh, clinical defense. Like, it is just super, super clinical, super aggressive. They never give you a, a set to just, you know, kind of get through the, the, your plays. Um, but it was a little bit uh, concerning in regards to completion rate. Granted, you had a six and a seven that are both sevens and they hadn't played together before. Um, I still think Australia are, are clear... When it comes to what I've watched from Australia compared to every other team, I still consider them clear favourites. Um, but let's talk about the uh, two the two big points, in my opinion, coming out of this game. First is DC versus Cleary. I I just think that I mean you guys know my feelings on this. Like I I think it's DC's time. I, I think it's Cleary's time. I really do. And I got a lot of respect for Cleary uh, for DC after the game. He got interviewed and he was very. Very honest, but also, you know, very accepting of, of the situation. Would have been very easy for him to feel a bit like, well, hang on a sec, I've been around here for about 10 years. Like, you know, maybe I should be the incumbent or whatever, but he seemed very respectful, but also honest. But in my opinion, it's got to be, it's got to be Cleary. It really does. What do you reckon, boys? Yeah, I agree, mate. And I thought DCE had the better game in this one and it doesn't change anything for me. It has to be Cleary. Uh, there's no question about it whatsoever in my mind. Uh, you mentioned the completion rate there. And, you know, I understand that the, the Kangaroos had more ball and whatnot, but they made more errors than Italy. And, fuck, there was some shit yeah. errors in there. Like 10 er- errors for Australia, nine for Italy, <clears throat> and a 66-6 well, win. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is like we spoke how, how praisingly last week of ruthlessness – and that's an example of not being ruthless. It's an example of going, look, we're going to get the win. Let's try some plays. Let's try and score on every you know second or third play, which is human nature. It happens. And you could make the same argument for England um, 
last week where, you know, they, they for 15 minutes or so, they just lost their way a bit and thought they could score whenever they could. Um, but so I'm hoping that that's not – I don't think it will be. I think that oh, – I mean, it is Lebanon, so it's going to be interesting to see how they turn up. But I, I think that that was more a case of just they thought that, you know, we can score kind of every play and then they made those errors. Um, Timmy, what do you reckon about DCU versus Cleary? Yeah, I've been pretty vocal as well, boys. Nathan Cleary, every day of the week for me, is the Australian number seven for the, these big knockout games coming up. What was interesting is Mal Meningo telling media that he's considering playing both Cleary and Chez uh, in the no side, chance. which, like, he's lost the plot if he does. He, even if he wins the World Cup with him like that, he probably will. I don't care. He's lost the plot because you've got Ben Hunt who can step in in the halves. You've got Harry Grant who can play in the halves if someone goes down. Like, it just makes no sense. So if he seriously plays both of them in this side, it's, it's basically him going, I can't decide, so I'm going to pick them both. Like, yeah, no, but no, it's, it's just got to be Cleary by himself, doesn't it? And, mate, to be honest with you, well, if he does decide to pick both of them, I, I, like this Kiwi, like eventually when they play the Kiwis, this Kiwi pack is too good to fuck around with two halfbacks in your oh, side. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You can't do it. Yeah. And you can't possibly leave Ben Hunt or Harry Grant out of this side. So, I, yeah, I, I, I'd be very against it. I don't, I don't think. I think he's just playing the media a bit. And, you know, I, I think that, me personally, watching it as the Queenslander, I see a lot of similarities to the way the Queensland side kind of was handled in regards to like, there was definitely loyalty, but there was almost this like, you know, you don't, you don't, the jersey isn't owed to you. You know, it isn't owed to you. You have to, every time you, you cross that line, you better earn that jersey. And I, so I like, and you can see it, like every game they've played, you don't see any player being super lazy. Their line speed is always good. They're always running hard. You I mean it could be? It'd be very easy for a few of those Australian superstars to go. Look, I'm just going. But Mal, I'm going to wait till the finals. Give us a call then. Until then, I'm going to get through five to ten hit ups, and and it's going to we win. It's all good. But it hasn't been like that. It really hasn't been like that. I personally think it's more just about creating competitive tension around the the squad. Um, because that's what you need in, in the better squads. Like, you, I mean, there was even a, a little report of bloody Tino and Lindsay Collins pushing and shoving at a training. And when I heard that, I was like, that's music to me, bloody ears. The fucking big dogs are going at it, and they're about to play, like, Italy. That, isn't that – that's beautiful stuff. Like, that's how much – that's the intensity at which they're training. Um, and so th- I think that's the environment he likes to create where, like, no, we're here to – every single player is here to fucking do a job. And if you aren't going to respect the jersey, no matter how good you are, you don't deserve to be here. Um, but I, I, look, I think it's going to be Cleary. And I, they, they could still win the comp with DC as 14, but I think it'd be crazy to lose a guy like Ben Hunt and Harry Grant in the middle there um, for a guy like DC who has – I mean, he's played a bit of 14 for Queensland, but, yeah, Benny Hunt and Harry Grant have got to be it. Uh, another little schmokey, one of our favourite boys, we were, I guess we were a little bit surprised that he made the squad, even though we were talking about how he was essentially, if, if uh, Latrell and um, Tommy weren't in, that he should maybe get a, a chance at the New South Wales centre spot. Campbell Graham, do you reckon mm. he may have snuck his way into a wing spot over Tualangi? Now, Tualangi's been good as well. So what do you reckon, Timmy? Well, my initial thoughts were still Fox and Val on the wings. So I think there won't be a spot for Campbell Graham still, but you can tell he's clearly like sneaking his way in there. He's winning over a few in the Australian camp because he's getting more and more of a run. But 
Uh, I still think they'll go with Val on the wing uh, with the Fox. What do you reckon, Guru? I told you bastards this last week and you laughed at me. I'm telling you, he's closer to this side yeah. than what you're giving him credit for. I, I still reckon they will go Val, but... Mate, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do give Campbell Graham an early shot during the final series just, just to see what he's about. Because, mate, I, I, like he, his kick returns and everything have been sensational. I know it's not against top-tier nations, whatever. Leave it in the comments. But I, I've been so impressed with him. And, you know, we, we've spoken about him, obviously, for Rabbitohs this year. He's been great. When he used to play on the wing, he was sensational there. So I, I, I'm expecting Val to get that wing spot. But I, I wouldn't shock me at all to see Campbell Graham getting a gig there. Well, see, this is what I feel. I, I agree with you. Val, at car for sure. But I tell you what, next year and the year after, because this has been the perfect opportunity for Campbell Graham. Just get an opportunity, even against lower tier, show what he can do. Val, how old is Val? What, thir- about, about 29, 30, around there? Could you please check for us, Matty? And so... 27. It's just... Val. 27. Is he really? Holy yeah, fucking hell. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. I guess he, he was else? like that. That was pretty much his first year when they won that comp, wasn't it? That was only 2016. Okay. So that's crazy. I mean, he's 27. He's already been to the NFL and come back. That's fine. Yeah, come back and he's killed it. But to, to be to be fair, though, I think that, like, let's say Campbell Graham goes back and plays really well next year. And let's say Val Holmes comes out and has a quiet year. This little opportunity here could be the reason why Campbell Graham gets a crack over Val. And all of a sudden, it's gone from one of the best international wingers we've seen in Val, to, oh, shit, like, we really don't know who's going to be picked there. Um, and this is not – I think Val's played really well, like, not all. It's more just a, a, a compliment to Campbell Graham, and I think he's taken a lot of people by surprise. I think a lot of fans that don't really watch Rabbitohs games, because he doesn't do big highlight plays, because you don't see him, you know, all over the news, big stretch, they, you don't really appreciate what this bloke does. But what I love for Campbell Graham is, is there's a bunch of Aussie fans that go, oh, shit. Big stretch on the sting. Get him in there. Um, so I agree. It'll be Val and uh, Fox. But I think that, put it this way, how many times have we seen young guys get put in an Australian squad, don't really take their opportunity, and then the next the next roll around of Australian squad, they just don't really make it? Campbell Grain has done everything he possibly could, as long as he continues to play well at club, to be in the frame, in the conversation, to get a spot in a squad next year. Um, but outside of that, boys, any anything else in regards to uh, Australia? Uh, not a heap, mate. Just, uh, just yeah, obviously, we've spoken about him a lot this year. But mate, some of the the touches that Latrell Mitchell can have, oh. he's just mm. that one. I think it was Cleary turned him under, and before he even caught the ball, I knew he was going to score a try. <laughs> there was just no stopping him when, when you turn him under like that. Um, going to get. It just he is just a juggernaut, and there was an offload that he threw to um, Tolungi. Like he just can't be stopped on his day. He just cannot be stopped, Latrell. And I think he's when I do have a look at these other sides, I just don't think any other team has a centre like him that you can just throw the ball to, and he can create four tries in a game out of absolutely fucking nothing because he is the biggest, the fastest, and the most talented guy on the field. He is just a freak. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. I think the the one thing for me coming out of this, you know, what was an unbelievably lopsided weekend of Rugby World League World Cup action and, you know, the naysayers are saying, oh, this is shit. There's, there's too many one-sided affairs. But 
it's been so good to see in all of these games the Minnow Nations are getting across the stripe. This weekend, in all the blowouts, they all scored a try and creating these just magical moments for their country that, you know, whether it be the try scorer, the bloke who assisted, the bloke who was at the game who saw his Minnow Nations score a try against Australia <coughs> or New Zealand, uh, there's been some wonderful moments. So good to see them getting on the board. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just quickly with Latrell, like you could almost see the opposition be kind of like in awe of like he's a different breed. Like he's a different kind of beast on the field. You look up, you see like that's the troll Mitchell run at me. This like I remember when I played um, Wendell Saylor on his first game back from return from uh, rugby union. And I mean, he ran out and I couldn't believe how big he was. I was like, he is, I thought he was a, a, a kind of very fast, not too big winger. He came out, he must have been 105, 110 kegs. And it's just similar with Latrell. Like these guys are huge and you're going, how are you so big and mobile? And also with your silky hands and Latrell Mitchell, um, you know, it's Latrell is the kind of guy because like, you know, he, he's polarizing to some people and he's almost kind of embraced that now where he's gone, you know what, if you're going to boo me, if you're going to do this, I'm going to yell back at you. It's almost like, how many times do we have to be reminded about this guy? How many times does he have to take the absolute piss before we just go, he's unbelievable. This guy is, he is a generational talent. He's still only 24. I oh, just turned 25 years old. <laughs> he's got two premierships, origins, Dally M's positional. Like it is just amazing what he's doing. Um, in regards to, yeah, in regards to the lower tier nations, you know, I understand the people on the you know saying, "Oh, it's blowouts. What's the point of this? What's the point of that?" It's like, what do you, what's the what's the alternative? You just oh, stuff it. Let's not let's not even try to grow the game. It's like at least put it this way: how how long ago was like Tonga, not even close to Australia? Like it was almost like yeah, okay, good luck with that. Now all of a sudden we have to genuinely concern be concerned that Tonga can beat us. Samoa, obviously, you know it's going to be we're going to see this week, see how they go. But you can't tell me they haven't improved, and this is the only way that we are going to grow the game is if we have these blowout scores, but we keep pushing through, we keep the development. And the next game is the perfect example, Lebanon, Lebanon, 74 to 12, 74 to 12 Lebanon. And it's not just a one-off because we saw them earlier in the competition. What was it? 36 to 12 against the Kiwis or something along those lines. Yep. Like Lebanon have been the, the, the Cinderella story of the world cup. They've been the Cinderella story of the world cup. Um, Rajab was fantastic uh, to score 74 points. I tell you what, I, I really do like, I, I apologize if I'm saying it incorrectly, but Rajab, the, the guy with the strongest hair in all the land, um, <laughs> he, I like it. He's got something about him. There's something about, like he doesn't really fit the mold. Like he's not like a Mitchell Moses kind of silkiness. He, he's probably a, maybe a little bit more silky-ish than Josh Reynolds. Maybe, I don't know. I'd have to see a bit more of him. But he has that kind of Josh Reynolds uh, cult-like vibe to him, like where you, you're really a, a cult hero kind of vibe to him. He seems aggressive. He's in your face. He loves to get amongst it. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. 
I think the doggies have got something special there with him. Hey, can be sorry. I was just going to say, you know, you said before, you know, it wasn't that long ago that your um, Samoas, your Tongas, you know, they weren't really competing in these World Cups. Like, I just went back to the 2000 World Cup just to show you how far we've come. Like, um, for example, the two, like, uh, Ireland beat Samoa in the 2000 World Cup. Ireland beat fucking Samoa. I mean, like, you can't imagine a world where that happens. Um, What other results do we have here? Uh, Papua New Guinea beat South Africa by 10 points. (laughs) Like, oh, like you can't like. tell. France beat Tonga twenty-eight to eight in the two thousand World Cup. Like you can say it's all stupid and it's worth nothing, whatever. The evidence is fucking in front of you that it is worth it, and we have a much better comp for it. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. And in the meantime, I think the the sort of naysayers and the people who are a bit glass half empty going into these the group stages just I think change your perspective a little bit. The group stages are for these minnow nations and giving the opportunity to develop on the world stage and get the attention and give some of these lesser-known players the opportunity to, to flaunt their talents and create these beautiful moments that we've seen across the tournament so far. The business end of the tournament will come. We're going to get three rounds between quarters, semis and final and we'll see the big dogs uh, slug it out. But just enjoy the group stage for what it is. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 